You know, one chapter I really liked, Stephen, was the chapter five on the catacombs, uh, the underground tunnels and burial places underneath Rome uh, where Christians would flee and have times of church and worship and so forth. And you conclude that chapter, and all the chapters are very short. This is not a long book, so it's very accessible. You say, these epitaphs, paintings, and hymns of these Christians who met in the catacombs provide a beautiful witness to the lives and beliefs of early Christians who took the Lord's Supper together, who prayed together, who confessed the Apostles' Creed together, and who sat under the teaching of God's Word. And there in the catacombs, they sang together as they gathered around the gladsome light. And you can just picture that, what that was like to be in Rome, underneath the city, fleeing persecution and martyrdom and so forth. My question is, what do you think the these people back in the catacombs, these early Christians, would think about the church in America today, the evangelical church in America today? And, and part two of that question is, what does their really simple, non-entertainment-driven worship in these churches and the catacombs say about the basic elements of a church? That's a great question. I think it gets to the heart of what it's about. You know, we had this moment in American evangelical history where church became about the seeker, and that whole movement has it sort of had its time and past, but it had a real impact, and I think it affected in some ways almost an entire generation. And it doesn't necessarily reflect what we find in church history or find in the pages of Scripture. Of what we talk about sometimes is just the ordinary means of grace, the taking of the Lord's Supper together, the preaching of God's Word. You know, we think we, we need some sort of entertainment or we need something sort of extraordinary and amazing, almost like a Hollywood effect in order to impact people. And I love this expression, the ordinary means of grace. You know, God, God has given us his word. He's given us the office of pastor and teacher. And as we sit together in church and sit under faithful biblical preaching, that is probably the most exciting thing that we could do. And not only that, we gather together to worship the God who created the universe. So there's nothing boring about the preaching of the word and the worship of God. Uh, if we think that's boring and we've got to dress up the service somehow, the problem is with us, right? right. Uh, so, so I think as we look at some of these things, we can recognize, well, what does Scripture say about the purpose of our gathered worship on Sundays? And how do I approach it? And, you know, this question of, well, I don't get much out of church. You know, maybe maybe we need to rethink a little bit of of uh, of what Scripture is saying about what church is and how it functions. And I think what we see in this instance, as you mentioned here from the early church, is there's ultimately there is a simplicity uh, to that worship that comes to gather together to learn of God and to sing praises to Him together. And uh, it'd be great if all of our churches across America, across the, the globe, if that was what we were doing every Sunday as we came together. What a witness that would be uh, to the world of who God is. 